Hao, and welcome to the A Thousand Lives broadcast, the go-to podcast for all things related to Christian missions in China. This is Austin, your host and missionary to China with Vision Baptist Missions and the Vision for China team. For more information about Vision Baptist Missions, the Vision for China team, and how to take the first step on your path to making Jesus famous in China, head on over to visionforchina.org. That's V-I-S-I-O-N-F-O-R-C-H-I-N-A dot O-R-G. There you'll also find a slew of resources to aid you in both sharing the gospel with Chinese friends, as well as to help you encourage others to give their lives to making Jesus known in China. Last week, we heard the shocking story of Changsan and his father, the Fury. Once the Lord saved Changsan, he returned home to tell his family and friends all that the Lord had done for him. His father was absolutely furious that Changsan would have the audacity to shame the family name and made multiple attempts at murdering his son. Listen in to last week's episode to hear their story and learn how the Lord worked in this would-be murderer's life. As always, never miss an episode of the A Thousand Lives broadcast by going ahead and subscribing or following on your podcasting platform of choice. We're on Apple, Google, Player FM, Overcast, and so much more. Head on over to visionforchina.org slash podcast. That's V-I-S-I-O-N-F-O-R-C-H-I-N-A dot O-R-G slash P-O-D-C-A-S-T for a complete directory of where you can listen in online. Subscribing to or following the broadcast with notifications turned on on your phone will set you up to get a notification each Monday morning as new episodes come out. Of course, you can find Vision for China on Facebook where giving us a like will keep you up to date with occasional posts about what the Vision for China team is up to as well as what we're talking about here on the podcast. And if you're more of an Instagram person, you can find and follow Vision for China there as well. Remember, if you like what you're hearing, go on ahead and leave a comment and rating within the podcast app too. The more interaction the podcast gets, both within podcast apps and on social media, the more likely it is to be discoverable by others. Help us get the word out that Jesus is, in fact, worthy of being made much of in China. And also, if you're an overachiever and want to go that extra mile, go right ahead and share the broadcast on Facebook or Instagram, or maybe send a personal email to that person you know who is teaching English in China currently, or that person at church considering getting involved in missions. We here with Vision for China are begging the Lord to raise up more preachers to go to China with the gospel, and we want to get the word out that there are opportunities to serve the Lord in this amazing country. One thing that we've noticed as of late is that many who were previously working in and teaching English in China are temporarily locked out of the country due to coronavirus and related restrictions and are praying about how to get back in. If you know someone in that situation, be sure to point them to the podcast as well. Sending someone a quick link to the broadcast or sharing with them on social media may just be the first time they've heard that there is actually a path to preaching and doing full-time ministry in China. They may have have never heard of all the opportunities to make Jesus known through preaching and serving him there in the Middle Kingdom. So go ahead and share with them. They'll probably thank you for it. Well, this week we are going to hear yet another story from the life of Hudson Taylor. Many listening in may not realize that he had a brush with death before he even set sail for China. He contracted an illness that doctors concluded would certainly take his life within a matter of weeks. What exactly was this illness? How did young Hudson Taylor contract it, and how did he respond to the dreadful news? When the Lord healed him of it, how did he process the Lord's working in his life? Well, we'll get into all that and more right after the Chinese region of the week. Our region for this week is the province of Zhejiang. 
Zhejiang is located along China's east coast and is home to around 55 million people. This province has about the same number of people as all of South Africa and is in need of laborers surrendered to go and preach. Zhejiang province is home to the city of Wenzhou, which is known as the Jerusalem of China because of the relatively large percentage of Christians that live in the city. It all started with a missionary from the China Inland Mission named George Stott who came to the city of Wenzhou in the 1800s. God used him to start Chengxi Christian Church and influence many people in Wenzhou for Christ. Please pray that God would raise up more laborers like George Stott who would be willing to take the gospel to the country of China. Pray for Zhejiang. The people need to hear the good news of Jesus Christ. Most people that live in Zhejiang still do not know much, if anything, about the love shown them in the person of Jesus Christ. Would you pray that more laborers would be raised up to take the good news of Christ's death for them, to them? Zhejiang is yet another great place in China with plenty of opportunities to serve the Lord and preach Him. Friends, I again remind you that there really are countless opportunities to come to China and preach the message of the cross. There are so many here in Zhejiang who know nothing of Jesus, much less that he gave his life for them. Brother, maybe you're listening in and praying about serving Christ on the mission field. Maybe you're considering what he'd have you do with your life. So why not consider giving your life to preaching Jesus in China. Why not devote your days to magnifying him among the people of this vast nation? There are millions upon millions of people all throughout the provinces and regions of China that have yet to hear a clear presentation of the gospel, and you could be the one to tell them. You could be the one to bring the glad tidings. Friend, would you pray for the people of Zhejiang? Would you pray for them to hear the gospel and be saved? Would you pray and ask the Lord to send them more laborers, more preachers who will surrender their lives to give them the gospel? Brother, why not surrender your life to being that laborer and boldly proclaiming the gospel among them? How, after all, are they going to hear without a preacher? Hudson began the long walk home after a full day of medical studies. He was thrilled to be inching closer and closer to finishing his degree so that he might finally become a medical missionary to China. Ever since the Lord saved him a few years previous, he had set his sights on taking the gospel to China. Having read the books of explorers, traders, and missionaries about the Chinese empire, he couldn't help but beg the Lord to speed him along through his growth, training, and studies so that he could tell the Chinese of the glories of Christ. After all, the Lord had blessed him to grow up in a Christian home with Christian parents that regularly prayed for him and for his salvation from even before he was born. He had grown up surrounded by the truth of Scripture so that once he realized the truth of the finished work of Christ, his heart couldn't help but rejoice and give his life to this precious Savior. His heart broke, however, as he considered the faraway nation of China a place as dark and devoid of the gospel as it was distant, a place that, according to his studies, was completely clueless as to who Jesus is. There, 
On their side of the world, the majority of the Chinese would be born, grow up, marry, have children, grow old, and die without the slightest inkling as to the love of God commended to them in Christ. Per usual, Hudson breathed a prayer to God as he continued his evening commute home. He asked the Lord to give the Chinese the same opportunity he had to hear and believe in Christ. He asked the Lord if he were to see fit to use him to make Jesus known in China. Now as he neared home, he noticed his right arm was beginning to visibly swell and was throbbing in great pain. Concerned, he began to recount in his mind all that had transpired that day in class. The obvious cause of the pain was his working in class on an autopsy. A surgeon at his medical school had arranged for Hudson and his classmates to perform an autopsy on a man who had just died yesterday of a terrible fever. However, the surgeon had assured them that so long as they took the proper precautions, there would be no issues and the fever wouldn't spread to them. Hudson immediately changed course, rerouting from his way home and back to school to meet with the surgeon and inquire as to whether or not the autopsy might be the reason for his pain. When he arrived at the school, he told the surgeon that he had an urgent matter to discuss and showed him his arm, which was still slowly swelling. The surgeon hurried the young Hudson back to his office and asked him a few questions. One of the questions was whether or not Hudson had any cuts or other open wounds on him before beginning the autopsy. Hudson's first impulse was to answer no, until he suddenly recalled stitching together a notebook in his apartment just the night previous. He had cut the notebook paper to the proper size and then begun stitching them together when he accidentally pricked himself with the needle. How could that prick have slipped his mind? He told the surgeon, and the surgeon's response was grim. Hudson, go home as quickly as possible to make arrangements. You do not have long to live. Hurry. This was the only advice the doctor could give him. He just kept repeating himself. Hurry. Hudson, go. Make arrangements. Don't delay. Ah, uh, I will be healthy again, answered Hudson, calmly to the doctor. You see, God has given me this task of going to be a missionary in China, and I must take on the task. Anyway, I have already made arrangements with God for my whole life. Hudson was confident that the Lord had set him apart to do something in China. He trusted that the Lord wanted him to take the gospel to China. Upon his arrival home, however, Hudson passed out unconscious. Hudson was found half dead in his room. His uncle, who lived nearby, helped him and called a house doctor. However, the diagnosis was devastating, an illness which leads to certain death. Only a miracle could help. There Hudson lay in his bed for days, suffering from the fever. He stayed in bed agonizing and began to wonder if the Lord really did want him to go to China after all. He began to pray and ask the Lord, why he would give him such a strong desire to tell the people of China about Christ only to let him die while in school. Hudson's condition continued to worsen, and at one point he thought he might really only have a few days left to live. But when all hope seemed lost, a miracle happened. The fever unexpectedly went down, and in a couple of weeks he could even stand up for a couple of hours at a time. Hudson was overjoyed. He could go to China. After all, the Lord had obviously spared his life and was making it possible for him to continue with his studies and head to China. Around this time, he received some unexpected news. He learned that two other medical students 
had also been infected that same day during the autopsy, but they had both died within a matter of days. Why have I survived, considered Hudson. It became clear to him once again, a big job working as a missionary is waiting in China for me. Within a matter of months, Hudson Taylor set sail for China to begin a lifetime of evangelism, church planning, and missionary recruiting. The Lord did have much work for Hudson to do in China after all. Brother, I challenge you to pause for a moment and consider your life. I challenge you to think of where you come from. Take a moment and think on your family. Think on your upbringing. Think on your church background and your Bible knowledge. I would be willing to guess that the majority of those listening in to this broadcast are born-again believers who have years of Bible exposure and study to their name. I imagine that most, if not all of you, don't even recall the first time you heard the name Jesus. In fact, you probably don't remember a time that you couldn't recite John 3.16. Brother, consider these things. Why do you think the Lord allowed you to be born into such circumstances? Why do you imagine he would allow you to grow up in an environment where the Bible was pumped into your head and your heart weekly? Why is it that you don't simply know the name of Jesus, but you cherish it? Why is it that you've heard the gospel clearly preached more times than you can number? The gospel is the power of God unto salvation. The gospel does work in hearts, and it worked in your heart, brother, probably because you grew up in an environment in which it was regularly preached and taught. Now, consider the dozens of millions in China. Consider the millions upon millions in Zhejiang province alone. Zhejiang is our region of the week. Think of the other regions that have been highlighted in previous episodes of this podcast. Consider how most people that live in these places will live and die without ever knowing the significance of the cross. Consider that they don't know that the cross is where God demonstrated his love toward them. Consider how they will die and go to hell so long as no one goes and preaches Christ to them. So why then, brother, would God give you such a blessed upbringing and withhold it from them? Think on that. Why would God give you an upbringing so rich in truth, rich in the knowledge of the scriptures, and give young men just like you, but in China, an upbringing so devoid of truth? Brother, could it be that God did so, so that you, who has the message, will go preaching it to them that don't? Could it be that Christ's words in Luke 12 ring true? For unto whomsoever much is given, of him shall be much required. You have been given much, have you not? You have been entrusted with much, have you not? Remember God's words in 2 Corinthians? Remember that we 
are mere earthen vessels which hold the treasure of the gospel and the knowledge of God? This instance in Hudson Taylor's life brought his purpose in life into sharp focus for him. This near-death experience was used of the Lord to cement his faith and show him that there was a mission for him to do. It showed him that though he be an earthen vessel, he has been entrusted with a treasure to share and to proclaim. Whether or not we today have had a near-death experience is beside the point. Regardless, the truth remains that to whom much is given, much shall be required. The truth is that God has set us as believers apart to be His messengers in this world. The truth is that He has placed this treasure in us. Our value is in what we have had put inside us. Think on it, brother. If you don't go forth preaching this treasure, who will? Brother, will you pray? Will you go? Will you preach? Will you surrender your life to making your aim the aim of Christ? Will you commit to do all in your power to reach China and the world with the gospel? Brother, will you do much with the much you've been given? Will you take the gospel and scripture which God has invested in you and in turn invest it into others? Why be selfish with the gospel? Why hoard it for yourself? Why not loudly and unashamedly proclaim God's love to those around you? Why not boldly preach His name around the world? Again, brothers, opportunities abound to preach Jesus and serve Him in China, and I beg you to consider missions in China. I plead with you to pray and ask the Lord what He would have you do for Him in China. If you want to take that next step toward China and learn how to continue on a path to full-time ministry there, reach out to us with Vision Baptist Missions and the Vision for China team. You can email us at info at visionmissions.com. That's I-N-F-O at V-I-S-I-O-N-M-I-S-S-I-O-N-S dot C-O-M. Or email me personally at austin at reachingchina.org. That's A-U-S-T-I-N at R-E-A-C-H-I-N-G-C-H-I-N-A dot O-R-G. We'd love to talk to you about the next steps you can take towards preaching Jesus in China, whether that next step be Bible training, ministry training, or language and culture training. We'd love to guide you on your path to making Jesus famous in China. Friends, there in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, the Bible says that we have a treasure in earthen vessels. We have bao bei fang zai wa qi li. Bao bei fang zai wa qi li. In Chinese, bao bei fang zai wa qi li means treasure in earthen vessels. Brother, have you realized that you likewise have bao bei fang zai wa qi li? Have you come to grips with the fact that you have a precious treasure inside you that is worth sharing with the world? Have you considered sharing this treasure with China? If not you, then who?
Well, this concludes today's episode of the A Thousand Lives broadcast. Be sure to tune in to next week's episode for another exciting story from the days of the China Inland Mission. If you haven't already, go ahead and hit that subscribe button for the A Thousand Lives broadcast so that you won't miss out on other exciting stories and interviews all centered on preaching Christ in China. Please remember to pray for more laborers for Zhejiang this week. The people there need more preachers who know they have to go and boldly proclaim that treasure. Thank you again for listening to the A Thousand Lives broadcast. This has been Austin, your host and missionary to China with Vision Baptist Missions and the Vision for China team. For more information about Vision Baptist Missions, the Vision for China team, and how to take the first step on your path to making Jesus famous in China, head on over to visionforchina.org. That's V-I-S-I-O-N-F-O-R-C-H-I-N-A dot O-R-G. There you'll also find a slew of resources to aid you in both sharing the gospel with Chinese friends, as well as encouraging others to give their lives to making Jesus known in China. Well, until next time, 再见。